0: When I read about people in Scripture, there are so many that i I start to relate to i mean there there 's doubting thomas i don 't know if I would have had the the faith to believe that Jesus was back from uh, death. I think uh, of the minor prophets, and I really appreciate people like Habakkuk who asked God hard questions and God was good with it. He was okay with it, and at the end, the prophet said, "I will wait i'll just i 'll rest in you, O God." Uh, I'm John Fuller, along with our Vice President of Parenting, Dr. Danny Huerta, and we're going to hear more from Rhonda Stapi. She uh, visited with Jim Daly and me and has written a, a great book. It's called Moms Raising Sons to Be Men. And here she shares some lessons she's learned from some moms in the Bible.
1: Rhonda, welcome back to Focus.
2: Thanks, it's great to be back with you. <laughs> it's
1: good to have you. Your energy abounds, and I love that. You, I would think you were- Did a, you
2: just say I'm crazy? Yeah, not not I quite. I heard crazy. On the edge, no, but
1: I love that. I just think what great energy you must have brought to your home with my, those my kids. My girls always say that.
2: Moms, a little bit crazy. We love her, but she's a little bit crazy. I think every child should say that about their mothers, but I think it's fun.
1: Let me ask you, uh, and it's very intriguing um, to think about women of the Bible. I mean, because we're often focused on- kind of the core personalities, whether it's the disciples, of course, Jesus, but, you know, even Old Testament figures, et cetera. But we rarely don't consider their parents and particularly their moms. Uh, what role did they play, et cetera? Um, you have so many good collections and um, observations of mothers in the Bible. And I think one was the mother of James and John. And that's a, kind of a fun one because it's so human. Mm-hmm. Describe what went on there and why she's kind of outed for being that mom, that the, mom. The
2: first section of Moms Raising Sons is called Moms of the Bible. And then the second is p- Practical Application. So it's written in two parts. And the reason I did that is because these are just people in their generation, that God called to be the mother of the son of God, to be the mother of David, King, you know, King David's mom, and then to be the one who raised the sons of thunder. I'm I'm thinking right, the sons the of, of thunder, the moms of thunder. I'll bet she didn't have any bric-a-brac in her house, any knickknacks. <laughs> I'll bet those hummels were broken all over the place because they were the sons of thunder. I mean, that defines the rough and tumble. You were talking about wrestling in the basement. I think with your boys, we were talking about last hour. So her sons leave the family business to go follow the one that they believe is the Messiah. And at some point, is it Salome? Is that her name? She comes to follow and she's there and she's like, Jesus, let me talk to you for a minute. And yeah, there's a, right. there's a family relationship there. So she feels like she's got the in. when you're King. Cause they expected Messiah to be King and sit on a throne right, right then and there. Um, can my boy sit on either side of you? Wouldn't that be cool?
1: (laughs) Sounds like a college entrance issue.
3: Oh, (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
2: Yeah. Ouch. That's cutting close,
1: but it's true, right?
2: But the disciples heard mama pull Jesus aside and try to pull some strings for her boys. And there's a section in mom's raising sons and it's called mama's boys get beat up because immediately the disciples are pretty mad. And they take it out on the boys. They take it out on the Sons of Thunder. Like, look at your mama's trying to pull some strings for you, putting your mama up to that. <laughs> but we do that as moms. You know, my kids on the, the football team, you know, the, or the, what's it, Little League, people, parents are crazy when their kids are playing ball. I'm going to be the snack, mom. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to butter up the coach so they play my kid. You know, we, we try to pull strings. If your kids are in school, you know I'm going to be the, the classroom volunteer, and and we try to manipulate people around our children. You no, know, no,
1: we're just enhancing their opportunities. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, you go with that. <laughs> <laughs> to make it so that my kid gets the advantage. Right? That is
1: what's really happening.
2: It is, yeah. and and in the reality of it, we hurt our kids, we hurt our sons, we hurt our daughters when now, we try to. In do...
1: contrast, you point to Hannah, who is a different type mm-hmm. of mom. Describe yeah. her and what she was good at.
2: She was good at prayer. Huh. And one of the prayers that are the most that stands out to me in scripture is the prayer of Hannah. And actually I think of um uh the prayer of Mary as we're talking about that. You know, she says my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my savior for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. And I know we're talking about Hannah, but I don't know Hannah's prayer by heart, but I know Mary's. <laughs> I wake up and I pray that often. He who is mighty has done great things for me if he's called you to be a mother. Whether it's through adoption, whether it's through foster, whether it's through having children of your own, it is a calling, a Mm. privilege that God has called us to. Hannah couldn't have children. And then her husband gets this great idea. I love you, Hannah girl, but I want to get married to Penny over here and she's going to give me babies, but you're still my favorite, but she's going to make the babies. And Hannah year after year was infertile as Penny was having baby after baby. And she was weeping before the Lord. She took her sorrow to the Lord. In fact, she cries to her husband. He's like, am I not good enough for you? You got me. Am I not better than, you know, however many sons? And he didn't get it. Poor guy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's like, no, you have kids through Penny. I'm childless. Plus, it also made a reflection in their culture. Something's wrong with me. Right. Right. God's not blessing me. And I'm speaking to some that are out there that are infertile, that are listening to this. And our hearts are with you. We need to pray for you and we need to encourage you. And Hannah kept her eyes on the Lord. And she went and she prayed before the Lord. And when God finally did bless her with a child, she promised God, I'm going to give him back to you. And she brought this child to the temple. She'd come and see him every year. She'd make a little coat for him. But she gave her word that she would give this child to the Lord. And here's the thing. She took him to a priest that wasn't a very good guy. He had raised some rascals. He didn't do a good job raising his own kids. Right? I'd be bargaining with God at that point, right? Okay, mm. God, I know I promised that I was gonna, but I'll wait but till- he's not the guy. I'll wait, wait till Eli dies. And then you bring in a really cool guy. I'll take my son there. She kept her word to the Lord. And God raised up in Samuel to be one of the few prophets in scripture that has no scandal attached to his mm. name. He just followed God. Mm -hmm. And it was her effectual, powerful prayers that began that life that sent her son to be such an amazing man of God.
0: Yeah. I really love how Rhonda shared ways that we can learn from characters of the Bible. There's so much there. So, uh, Danny, let me put it to you. I shared a few at the top, and Rhonda shared a bit. Mm -hmm. Who's a person that um, you identify with in the Scripture or maybe encourages you, particularly when it comes to your parenting?
3: Yeah, I have three that that I reference back to. One, Paul, Uh, a lot of the principles uh, that that he talks about, the new self, and then our violent opposition to our old self Uh, that sneaks up. Those truths he wrote about. Oh, man, I love to to wrestle through those and to think about, what's the new self I'm bringing today? Am I clothing myself with that? And then Daniel and the -hmm. fact that he was a faithful youth. He was raised in a certain way, and he was steadfast in his faith. And he showed that. That gives me encouragement that my son and daughter can do that. Yeah. And then the other one is David, just how relational he was with God and how real he was. Mm-hmm. And I reference the Psalms all the time as a parent, and sometimes put my kids' names in there. And it's just a, so the, the Psalms are really refreshing to read as a parent, especially in moments where I'm feeling either distant from God or unsure of uh, where my kids are at. Or just wanting that moment of encouragement and relationship with my heavenly Father. Mm -hmm.
0: And I believe in the power of the Word so much that even if you just open up to some random psalm, God probably has something for you, whatever you're struggling with with your child. I want to add one more to my list, and that would be a a person that wasn't real in the Scripture, but he was a key part of a, a fantastic parable Jesus talked about. And that was the, I call him the forgiving father, Mm -hmm. the story of the prodigal son. The star there is the forgiving father in his heart for his child. Mm -hmm. And that that has guided me through some really tough times as a parent. I just think, okay, love this child like that guy loved his son, both of his sons. Amazing story. Can't go wrong. Well, we want to encourage you to be the best parent you can be. And uh, certainly read the scripture. Get to know those characters that are recorded for all time in the Bible. There's some wonderful role models there. And uh, if you want to be encouraged as a mother, uh, then get a copy of Rhonda Stoppe's excellent book, Moms Raising Sons to be Men. We have that here at the ministry. If you'll join us uh, and be a supporter, either a monthly uh, sustaining donor or a one-time gift, we will say thank you by sending that book to you. Again, it's Moms Raising Sons to be Men by Rhonda Stoppe. The show notes have all the details. And uh, let me encourage you to take just a few minutes to kind of do that self-assessment that Danny was talking about. Who is showing up? Is it my best me as a dad or a mom? Uh, Take our free parenting assessment. It's maybe five to eight minutes. Let's round it up and say 10 minutes uh, to complete. It'll be really insightful for you. And we'll link over to that assessment in the episode notes as well. Next time, we'll hear from Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. They'll be sharing about love styles and how your love style influences you as a mom or a dad. I'm John Fuller, and for Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.